Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. people, there had to be at least that one guy, I ain't doing this, I'm going home, without ever receiving anything from Jesus. But those who persevered in faith, those who persevered, those who persisted had their faith rewarded, because that's the way it works. He tells us over and over and over in the Bible, persistent faith is rewarded. In our fast-paced society, Most of us are seriously lacking in patience. That's a problem when it comes to faith in God. God doesn't work on our timetable. He always keeps his promises. But when and exactly how is outside of our grasp. Today, Pastor Robert will challenge us to be patient and confident as we wait in faith. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now, here's Pastor Robert in the book of Matthew chapter 15 with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. It's not about having a whole bunch of faith. It's about actually putting that faith into practice, and listen, doing your duty to Jesus. Doing your duty. Put your faith to work on behalf of other people. You already have all the faith you need. You just need to exercise it. You and I will see multitudes healed by Jesus just as soon as we begin applying our faith in him and bringing to him people who need to be healed. Because he hasn't changed his mind about healing people. He hasn't lost any compassion, and he hasn't lost any power. Matthew says that the people marveled at what he did. They marveled when they saw that lame people began to walk and blind people began to see. These people, now think about that. These people who dropped everything followed him through the desert for three days, bringing to him. All these people, because they believed he could heal them, now they marveled when he did. What does that tell you? They weren't sure he could do it either. But they took the risk. Did you catch that? They took the risk. Will you take the risk? Will you take the risk to say to somebody, come on, go with me. Jesus can heal you. Number two. These people had continued with him for three days. Now, that's striking because we have a hard time. I already told you, I dozed off during the announcements. Come on, 90 minutes. We can't make it 90 minutes. They stayed with him three days. And you know what? Human nature being what it is, I would be willing to bet you that some of them turned back. 
Can you imagine? They leave, they set out, they've got good intentions, you know, they're taking their friends, they're taking their family members, maybe they themselves, and, and then they, they, they walk, you know, they're walking out in the desert, spend the night in the middle of nowhere. You know, it gets a little chilly out in the desert. It gets cold at night. Laying there shaking, you know, maybe they've, because it's hot during the daytime, so it's not like, you know, they're equipped necessary. So, so, so wake up on that first morning, day two. Listen, this is crazy. We don't even know what this guy's going to do. I'm going home. I promise you there was at least somebody, thousands of people, there had to be at least that one guy. I ain't doing this. I'm going home. Without ever receiving anything from Jesus. But those who persevered in faith, those who persevered, those who persisted, had their faith rewarded. Because that's the way it works. He tells us over and over and over in the Bible, persistent faith is rewarded. It brings to mind another story of miraculous healing, 2 Kings chapter 5. And again, it involves a Gentile from Syria. 2 Kings chapter 5, I'm going to read this to you fairly quickly. Now, Naaman, commander of the army of the king of Syria, was a great and honorable man in the eyes of his master, because by him the Lord had given victory to Syria. He was also a mighty man of valor, but a leper. And the Syrians had gone out on raids and had brought back captive a young girl from the land of Israel. She waited on Naaman's wife. Then she said to her mistress, if only my master were with the prophet who was in Samaria, for he would heal him of his leprosy. And Naaman went in and told his master, saying, thus and thus said the girl who was from the land of Israel. Then the king of Syria said, now go and I will send a letter to the king of Israel. So he departed and took with him 10 talents of silver, 10,000 shekels of gold, and 10 changes of clothing. Then he brought the letter to the king of Israel, which said, Now be advised when this letter comes to you that I have sent Naaman my servant to you, that you may heal him of his leprosy. And it happened when the king of Israel read the letter that he tore his clothes and said, Am I God to kill and make alive that this man sends a man to me to heal him of his leprosy? Therefore, please consider and see how he seeks a quarrel with me. So in other words, the, the king of Israel says, this, guy, this Syrian king is setting me up. He just wants a war. He knows I can't heal anybody of leprosy. In verse 8, so it was when Elisha, the man of God, heard that the king of Israel had torn his clothes, that he sent to the king saying, why have you torn your clothes? Please let him come to me and he shall know that there is a prophet in Israel. Then Naaman went with his horses and chariot, and he stood at the door of Elisha's house. And check this out. And Elisha sent a messenger to him, saying, Go wash in the Jordan seven times, and your flesh will be restored to you. You shall be clean. But Naaman became furious and went away and said, Indeed, I said to myself, He'll surely come out to me and stand and call on the name of the Lord his God and wave his hand over the place and heal the leprosy. Are not the Abana, the Abana and the Farpar, the rivers of Damascus, better than all the waters of Israel? Could I not wash in them and be clean? So he turned and went away in a rage. And his servants came near and spoke to him and said, My father, if the prophet had told you to do something great, would you not have done it? How much more then when he says to you, Wash and be clean? So he went down and dipped seven times in the Jordan, according to the saying of the man of God, and his flesh was restored like the flesh of a little child, and he was clean. 
And he returned to the man of God, he and all his aides, and came and stood before him. And he said, Indeed, now I know that there is no God in all the earth except in Israel. Now, therefore, please take a gift from your servant. But he said, As the Lord lives before whom I stand, I will receive nothing. And he urged him to take it, but he refused. Now, now think about this. This guy, Naaman, this king, this mighty man of valor from Syria, he travels all this distance he comes to the king of Israel. The king of Israel panics, tears his clothes. What am I supposed to do with this? I can't heal anybody of leprosy. This guy just wants a war. Now, the prophet speaks up and says, no, send him to me. So now more time lapses, and this great influential general from Syria, now he travels over to the prophet's house, and the prophet doesn't even come to the door. He just sends a messenger, go take a bath. And he's like, what are you talking about? Take a, I could have taken a bath at home. The rivers of Syria are better than your rivers. We, I could have done this in Syria. I didn't have to travel through the desert day after day to come here and be told to go take a bath. And he almost, listen, he almost allowed his pride and his impatience to prevent him from receiving the miracle that God wanted to give him. How do I know God wanted to give it to him? A little Israeli girl was waiting on his wife, and she took the risk to speak up. You know, there's a prophet in Samaria. It's a shame you're not over there because he would heal you. She spoke up. She spoke up. She took the risk and spoke up about her faith. See, that's what we're talking about. We're talking about taking the risk to speak up about your faith. And the only reason Naaman even knew about the possibility of him being healed was this little slave girl who had been captured by the Syrians, led away out of Israel. I mean, imagine that. Why are you letting this happen to me? You have no idea what I'm going to do. His love is the main thing. His love is the main thing. Thanks for joining us today for Main Thing Radio. Pastor Robert will have more to share from this study of Jesus' life from Matthew's perspective next time. For now, though, you can explore more of Pastor Robert's teachings online at MainThingRadio.com. You're invited to join us at Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach on Sundays for our weekly services. We gather at 9 and 11 a.m. and at 1 and 6 p.m. for worship and Bible study. If you're not able to join us in person, we still would love to have you be part of our church family. Join us online for each service. We'll be live streaming on our church website. You'll find out more and be able to connect at MainThingRadio.com. Just click on About to find a link to our church homepage. We offer Spanish translation at some of our services as well. Visit our website to learn more. We'll also be streaming on Facebook Live. Just search for Calvary Miami Beach and be sure to like our page for the latest updates. We also invite you to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just search for Calvary Miami Beach. We'd love to hear from you too. 
give us a call at 305 531 2730. That number again is 305 531 2730. That's all for today. Tune in next time for more from the Book of Matthew, right here on Main Thing Radio.